Welcome everybody. Oh, wow. Is this going to be on fire hour? I am so excited to introduce you all to Tanya Richardson. And we are going to hear, we're talking about the journey, the relaunches that have taken her from when you're talking being an actress to being in the military to life and the relaunches and what she has created. So you do not want to miss any of this. So sit back and get ready to be inspired by her relaunches. You're listening to The Relaunch Podcast, and I'm your host, Hilary DeCesar, best-selling author, speaker, and transformational coach widely recognized in the worlds of neuropsychology and business launches, which cultivated the one and only 3HQ method, helping midlife women, yep, that's me too, rebuild a life of purpose, possibility, and inspiring business ventures. Each week, we'll be diving into the stories that brought upon the most inspirational relaunches while sharing the methods and the secrets that they learned along the way so that you too can have not just an ordinary relaunch, but an extraordinary relaunch. So Tanya Richardson, she is a 50-something mom of an 18-year-old. She is a savvy three-time business owner in the last 12 years. She symbolizes, this is so true, independence and power. Her career and personal life has literally covered multiple relaunches that you're going to hear about, not only Is she a commercial actress? She's also a Desert Storm Army vet. Oh yeah, high five. She's an avid traveler and a former season two recurring cast member of Real Housewives of Atlanta. In 2020, during the pandemic, she launched Hey Lady, a lifestyle brand and platform to change the stigma of what a woman over 40 looks like. Can I just do a huge shout out there? The platform is for over 40 powerful women with a passion for fashion, travel, and interest in owning or growing a business. You guys are connecting the dots here, right? She is my type of gal. She's got a mission to motivate, empower, and encourage women to live their best lives. Tanya, I have been waiting for this. I am so excited to welcome you to the show. Oh, Hillary, thank you so much. And what an introduction. <laughs> well, girl, what a what a lady you are. <laughs> I can't even say enough. And I remember when we first met and you invited me on Hey Lady, I we were just the two of us. We could have talked for hours upon hours. It was so lively. And when I realized that I have, you know, a, a spot on the radio show, initially I'm like, hey, can I just get you on all the time? I just want to be there with you whenever <laughs> I can be on air. So today is so much fun. So much fun to finally have this happen for us. And I'm equally as excited. Yes, we were bouncing off the walls. It was like we've known each other our entire lives. And like you said, we could go on and on and on. So I am so excited to be here today. And thank you, thank you, thank you for having me on. Well, today is really about 
highlighting you, highlighting these relaunches that you've had. And in each in each one of these relaunches, there's just so much power. There's so much magic. But I'd really like to start with you sharing about you and about your most significant relaunch that has happened in, I mean, you have so many, I, I know we talked about which one are you going to talk about? You're going to talk about a few, but right now share a little bit more about you. Okay. Well, I'm originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, grew up there, born and raised. Uh, I went to the creative and performing arts high school. I was a dance major. After that, I went into the military. So I served in the army for about three years. And then after that, I moved to California. Wait, what, what caused you to go from dancing? You, you kind of I like, know. you know, you I went know. over that a little fast. I'm going to bring you back. What caused you to go from this dancing, you know, all of a sudden you're, I'm going to enroll in, you know, the military. Oh, wow. My life has just been a series of, you know, being in the right place at the right time or getting a phone call kind of like out of nowhere that totally changes your life. So when I graduated high school, I, um, my, my dad or my bonus dad at the time, he's like, Hey, you know, if you stay here, you can go to Temple University, you know, and I'll help pay for it. And I was like, but I don't want to stay in Philly. Like, I want to go, I want to see the world, you know? And he's like, well, okay, well, good luck. And so um, I had a friend who had enrolled in the military and she called me out of the blue and she's like, well, what's your plan? And I was like, you know what? At this juncture, I really don't know. And she's like, well, how about joining the army? You know, you can travel and see the world in the military. And I was like, ooh, hadn't thought of that. Mm, and <laughs> the, light, the lights went on. It's like, ooh, travel and see yes. everything and yes. actually have an impact. This is awesome. Yes, yes, yes. And get paid for it while doing mm. it, right? <laughs> but little did I know that that would actually take me to the Gulf War. <laughs> so when we say travel, <laughs> I hadn't anticipated going that far. <laughs> Yeah, you were thinking about a little bit more exotic places than you ended up. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But that experience really set me on a path to um, that opened up so much for me. And that was kind of the start of relaunch, you know, the start of um, just saying yes to opportunities that come along the way. And so when I think about what has been my most significant relaunch within the last probably 10, 11 years, it's that um, at the time, 10 years ago, I was dating a gentleman who was and still is a very, very successful insurance agent. And he proposed to me, he says, hey, he says, I think you have what it takes to own and operate your own insurance agency. And I had a business in Atlanta. I was an owner of an apothecary and salon um, and it was coming to an end. So we had signed like a 10-year lease. I was at the end of that 10-year lease. Um, the business did not work out as planned, but it really did. And we'll talk about that. <laughs> and, and, and he says, you know, what about taking this particular opportunity? And I thought about it for a second. I had no insurance experience, um, didn't know uh, comp from collision or any of the And I bet you're like, yeah, you know, I'm going from apothecary to now I'm going right. to go insurance. Uh, <laughs> do I have a spark for this? And I'm thinking, oh, I don't know. But, you know, as he started to sell the opportunity um, in the way of one, I wanted to move back to California. 
So there was an opportunity for me to do that with the insurance practice and being able to take over one that was already established. So I said, hmm. And also at the time, I'm now turning 40, right? And so I always say to everyone, something happens at 40. I say, either the light bulb gets turned on or somehow it gets turned off. But for me, it was like, okay, this, this, this could be just the thing that I'm needing at this particular time in my life. And then he says, you know, I'll walk you through the process. He says, everything you need to know, I'll was teach you. Was he staying behind or was he going to come out to California with you? No, no, he actually lived in Ohio. Okay. <laughs> this is already getting so good. And yes. <laughs> so yes. now he's saying, take on this, you know, new opportunity, move to California. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know to be successful. Absolutely. And you're turning 40 and you're starting to feel like what's next. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, something's got to give like, what, what's my next thing? What's my next, you know, where am I going right now? And so as many people do, you know, they kind of overthink everything and I call it OTE. That's the acronym, overthink everything. And instead of doing that, I just went with it. Mm -hmm. I just sat in it and I was like, you know what? This opportunity has come. It appears to be a really good opportunity. And then I also have someone who has the experience and is willing to teach me everything that I need to know to be successful. So you know what? Let's do it. I, I love your say yes to opportunity. I yes. love that. And even when it meant that you were going to be, you know, completely out of your comfort zone, which we, you know, we, we talk about and, but you're like, Hey, I'm 40. If, if not now, when, right? Right. Absolutely. And so I've always kind of been fearless, if you will, obviously going into the military is some type of, you know, fearlessness that you have. And so I never start from a place of um, fear, you know, where a lot of people get in their heads and they say, what is fear, right? Boss, what do they say? Uh, you know, appearing real, you know? And it's, it's like, I don't, I don't have anything to base that I won't be successful. So why don't I say, okay, let me take this opportunity and see what happens, you know? And what's the worst that can happen? Mm. You know, and I think for a lot of people, they think that um, failure is final. And it's not. And you know? it's so true. And I, I also want to say that so many people get into their head about fear when fear is something that hasn't even happened yet. It's a future that you are fearing. And I love yeah. how you choose to be fearless. Yeah. And I, I believe just knowing you the way I do now that you look at fear and you're like, I don't need that. I, I don't need that future possibility. I'm, I'm saying right now that by looking at it, by saying, Hey, I'm not going there. You're like pushing it off to the side. You're like, Hey, I don't even need that. I'm, I'm headed off. I'm saying yes. Yeah. So if you think about how many opportunities come our way and because we don't have all the answers, we say no, you know, there's so many people that want to launch a business or they want to start a new career, but everyone has this thing that they feel everything has to be perfected. And I am someone that believes that let me start it and then the answers will come along the way. It's impossible for us to know what's going to happen. 
Oh, okay. I've got to say that again. Let's start. And then the answers will come along the way. Yeah. As you said, too many people want to have it all worked out, all dialed in before they actually take that first step. And you can't do that with business because it is fluid. And business, your business is a direct reflection of you. And if you're holding back saying, I got to be perfect, I got to be perfect, your business is never going to get there. Yeah. Oh. And that's, that's just, just in life. What we put out to the universe is a boomerang, right? And it comes right back to us. So when you start from a space of negativity and you project that out to the universe, it's a boomerang and it comes back to you. So I'm always looking at, you know, from a positive standpoint, you know, I don't say if I say when, mm. you know, and that's just how I live my life. And so with taking this opportunity, like I said, it's been almost 11 years. And just to see where I started from, like I said, I knew nothing about insurance to where I am now. I sit back and I'm like, wow, like, thank God. I had the forthright to say yes. Thank God. <laughs> and can we also say, and thank God I'm not still in insurance. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I still am in insurance. I still oh, I have that. My insurance I remember practice. you said you have, you have a company, but you you you're not daily actively. Yeah. You're managing it. You yes. again have successful businesses, but I laugh because it's so opposite of what you're doing now. Yeah, but no, I still do that. Mm -hmm. So I still maintain that. Um, I have employees that I've that run the business for mm. me. Um, so while I don't need to be there on a daily basis, it has allowed me to really pursue my purpose in life. And mm. that is through the launch of Hey Late. So I have yeah. to say, here's something I want people to really listen to. We talk about being an entrepreneur. We talk about entrepreneurship, but she, what she just said, what Tanya said is purposepreneur. Yes. You say it, but that's what I'm identifying you with. It's like purposepreneur. That's what I like to be attached to. That's what you're saying. It's like, and so one thing I want to mention is you have this, you know, one of multiple businesses, which by the way, think about that. You don't have to just be, you know, this is the only thing I can do. No. Who said that? Whose story are you saying? We have, you know, Tanya here who has this very successful business, but she has this other one that's really like purposeful. So great. I love this. And when you said about the boomerang, it's about, you know, the karma that you're putting out karma in Sanskrit means come back what you put out, you mm. get back. And so for you, you started to come up with, hey, lady, how did, how did you get inspired? It was during 2020, the pandemic. What triggered this? Um, well, what happened was for years, um, I had been really active on Pinterest. So I was uh, pinning, as they say, uh, different looks, you know, my travel, my fashion. And I started to gain an audience there. And I was like, well, okay, something, something's here because women started to send me uh, messages. You know, they were like, hey, I'm thinking about going to uh, Europe. I've never been there. I want to go by myself. Do you have suggestions? 
Um, hey, I need something to wear to a party. Do you have suggestions? Hey, I want to do something really funky or nice with my hair. Do you have suggestions? And I'm like, okay, clearly there's something here. And when I began to look at um, that platform, particularly for women 40 and over, I just wasn't seeing anything that resonated with me. And so we're in the pandemic, I'm sitting at home and I'm thinking, you know, there's gotta be a way that I can combine all three of these things that I really love um, into one platform. And that is really where Hey Lady was born. Um, I wanted to have something where women like myself over 40 could see other women, not just living, but also thriving. And so that's how Hey Lady came about. And it really was in a matter of three weeks that I was able to bring um, this, uh, this brand together. Isn't it? When it's in alignment, things happen. And that is so true. And we're going to be really leaning into this whole concept about that you can, as you're going through relaunches, you can have all of these, you know, I, I talk about 3HQ going from your heart, you know, really leaning into your heart, getting out of your head and into that place of your higher self. And when we are, you know, we have to, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we are going to talk about another area of personal life for Tanya that has changed literally her trajectory of where she's going. And I truly believe it's because everything is now falling into place because she's living that three HQ life. And so we've, we've learned about OTE, the overthink everything, everybody, we know we need to start saying yes to possibility and let's really lean into fearlessness versus living in fear. So when we come back, we are going to have an amazing conversation around something that just really took place in the last couple of weeks. So look forward to having you back in just a sec. This episode is brought to you by my very own Labor of Love, my most recent book, Relaunch. This book is a collection of my stories, other stories, and is a motivational guide to living a new 3HQ lifestyle, sparking your heart to ignite your life. It's available for purchase via Amazon. Get ready to try on the 3HQ method that I've been using for years throughout my entire life, reaching the next level in all areas, both professionally and personally. Get your copy today at www.therelaunchbook.com. Welcome back, everyone. And again, I have Tanya Richardson with me, and we have been talking about her journey from literally Desert Storm, actually dancing to Desert Storm, <laughs> to becoming a serial entrepreneur. And what we're about to talk about is going to take it to the next level in terms of the tugging of the heart. And I want to just say, what when you're talking about being a serial entrepreneur and you look at how you're able to juggle everything, what do you swear by in order to make all of these things happen? Putting the right people in place. Hmm. I think that's key because we, 
while we can, we can do it all, we can't do everything. And I think that when you learn to uh, delegate and you learn to release, you know, that's where the power is. So many of us want to control everything and it's impossible. You got to learn to give up that control. You got to learn to put the right people in place to make the right things happen for you. That is 100%. And it's interesting as we talk about control and how few things we really, we think we're in control, but we're really not in control. And I often talk about, you know, the only real things that you can control are your thoughts on how you actually, you know, take in what are you going to think about that? And that's in your control, which is a very cool thing. And as we move into this next relaunch, this ties so nicely to the thoughts associated with what you're going to be sharing. I'd love to hear about this next relaunch and really the thoughts and the feelings that you had coming up to it. Yeah. So as you and I discussed, um, I had never met my biological father. It was something that I desired ever since I was a 10-year-old little girl. Um, you know, my mother told me the story that, you know, they didn't really have a relationship and that, you know, she knew obviously his first and last name and that was really it. You know, I didn't even have a picture. <sighs> so um, you can imagine going your whole entire life without knowing who that other person is that, you know, helped bring you here into the world. And so when did now, you really, when did you really figure out like, Hey, where's dad? I mean, can you remember when you were young thinking like, you know, where's my dad? I just felt the absence. I think it was, you know, I think, you know, having other friends and you saw them with their parents, you know, you're like, okay, like, okay, well, where's my father? You know, and although my mother did an amazing job being a single parent, there still was a void, you know, and even as I became a teenager, I had an amazing bonus dad. Who, mm -hmm. I know, love that bonus dad. I'm a bonus <laughs> mom. So I can, uh, I can appreciate that. Before we go into the bonus dad and all this awesomeness around that, do you remember when your mom shared that you, you know, you don't, that she really didn't have a lot of information about your dad. Do you remember that time in your life? Actually, that really didn't happen until I was 19. I don't think we really had deep conversations about it. When I was 10, it was kind of like, okay, like, where's my dad, you know? But we really didn't have a deep conversation about it until I was probably about 19 years old. Mm. And at that point, you had your bonus dad in your life. I did. Yeah. He had been in my life for probably about seven years at that time. And again, still a void, although, you know, he was great and fantastic at, you know, what he did and the purpose that he served during that time, there was still a void. There's still that missing piece. And I always tell everyone, you know, even now, just imagine you have this big, beautiful puzzle. I've done all these amazing things, but right there in the middle, there's that piece that's missing. So that void, you know, has always been there for me. Mm, and what a void it is, right? I mean, you're, you're sitting there wanting so much because you look around, you see what other people have and they're doing the things with, you know, dad and you're saying, hey, what about me? 
And so what, what's taken place? This is a story. This is something out of a lifetime movie of the week. Um, and this so, just happened. This is like hot off the press, everyone. This is like right now taking place. Yes. All of this is happening in real time. So um, November of last year, I'm on the phone with my best friend, Simone, and she and I are talking. And I said, you know what? What would be an amazing gift for me for my 50th birthday if I could find my father? And she says, she said, you know what? You, you, you should do it. You really should do it. You know, there are things out there now that, you know, can help facilitate that. So she says, well, a friend of mine just did 23andMe and she found a whole bunch of relatives. And I was like, okay, let's give it a try. And so I did. Had you, had you thought about this before? Have you, you know, from the time that you were 19, have you ever thought like, maybe I should, did it cross your mind or did you just keep pushing it down? It did cross my mind. Um, back then, you know, from time to time, I would look through what was known as the white pages, you know, <laughs> and I would just yeah, that, try that big, that big book, uh-huh. right? That, that big book. Um, and I would just try and find, you know, someone with his name. And, you know, of course, you come across thousands of them with his name, you know, and I kind of maybe here and there, I'd call and make some phone calls, but it was kind of like very awkward to call and say, Hey, are you so-and-so? I might be your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that book. Are you my mother? Right. And the, exactly. you know, the little bird is looking at all bird. these different animals. Are you my, are you my father? Right. right. Could you be? And, and so, they're like, what? <laughs> and it's funny, funny enough. You said it. Cause that was my son's favorite book growing up, but oh. yes, it was exactly like that, you know? And so, you know, you give up on it and that kind of quiets, like the alchemist says in the book, you know, some things come and there's a quietness that comes when you're kind of like, okay, you know, this may not happen. And I'll be okay if it doesn't happen. But again, fast forward, I'm thinking, you know, I'm turning 50. Like, what? Which, by the way, you don't even look 30. I mean, I hope everyone jumps on and watches this on YouTube because she, I can not even imagine you at Desert Storm in your fatigues because you would have rocked it. But okay, so we're going to continue. We're going to continue. Yes, she's 50. Can't believe it. Listen, I will take all of the compliments that one has to offer. So thank you. (laughs) And so I, I do the DNA test and I said to myself, well, if the name Braxton, because that's his last name, if somehow there's a connection on here, then I know that there's a possibility for this to happen. So I do the test and a month later, the results come back and it says you have 5,000 relatives. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Just a little overwhelming. 5,000. However, there is one who came up as a second cousin. And her name is Yolanda Braxton. And I'm like, holy cow. Oh my God. So I send her a message and I said, hey, you know, my name is Tanya Richardson. For years, I've been trying to find my father, Michael Braxton. You know, I give her all of the backstory. I would appreciate any help that you have to offer. About a week later, she contacts me and she says, hey, give me a call. So I call her on the phone mm-hmm. and she says, well, before I got reached out to you, I wanted to make sure that I was able to put the pieces together for you. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, your grandfather and my grandfather are brothers. Oh, 
I just got massive chills. Yes. This is so good. And again, everyone, I'm hearing it for the first time like you, because the last time we talked, it hadn't happened yet. It hadn't happened. Right. And so then she says, um, your grandfather, Weston Braxton, Braxton Jr., had your aunt Wendy, your aunt Vanessa, your aunt Beverly, and your father, Michael Braxton. And at this time, I'm like in full on tears because I'm like, I, I can't, I'm like, I, this is like, this is insane. Like, I cannot believe this is happening. It's a miracle. It literally <sighs> is. I'm like, I, I'm like, oh my God. And so she, we start to, you know, put more and more pieces together. She gives me phone numbers. I reach out to my aunt Beverly and I call her on the phone and I said, Hey, I know this is going to sound really, really crazy, but here's the situation. And she says, we knew about you, (laughs) but we just didn't have any information. Oh, and then she goes, I, she says, I love you. You are my niece, whatever you need. And I'm like in full on like ugly tears, just like sobbing on the phone. And we talk and she goes, when are you coming? Mm, Tanya. <laughs> so. Mm. And so she says, well, when you come, I'll pick you up from the airport. You can stay at my house if you like. She says, your father lives in an assisted living home because he can't live on his own. But, you know, he's here. He's alive. You know, he's doing okay. And we'll make this happen for you. So three weeks ago, I flew to Tampa and I met my father for the very first time, Hillary. And I can't even describe to you what that meeting was like. It was so surreal looking him in his face. And Hillary, all of my life, I thought I looked like my mother. I am my father's twin. Mm. Like he has these beautiful, like greenish blue eyes. We're like the same complexion, the same bone structure, the same ears. It like, happened three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Girl, this is so incredible. Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah. And so, so tell me, what did he say? He's just like, you know, upon our initial meeting, he's just looking at me. We're just like, dear. We're like, probably, we're, wow, I created this. this is we're amazing. like deer. We're like a deer in headlights. You know, oh. it's just kind of that, you know, and he's not a hundred percent because he's had like two heart attacks. Mm. He's had a stroke all within the last two years. Oh, thank God you found him when you <sighs> did. Oh my gosh. Timing is everything. 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 So my meeting him was not to go over the past. Mm-hmm. It was not to rehash the why, the where, the how. I didn't care about any of that. All that I asked was to be able to put a name and a face together. That's all I wanted. But Hillary, I got so much more in the process you got family I got when I tell you I got family even imagine Hillary there's so many of them and while (laughs) I was there my my aunt she she did a, a a beautiful lunch and I met uncles and cousins and it was so beautiful and everyone was just so welcoming and 
I, I, again, I think I'm in shock. I don't even think that it's really hit me yet, everything that's happened. And then to and add- Wait, even- I think we're all <laughs> celebrating you right now. I mean, if this isn't, for those listening right now, if this is not an opportunity for you to, if you have, if you're adopted, if you have somebody in the family, get them to do 23andMe. I mean, this is the coolest thing ever. Okay. So keep going. Cause I know the next part. And I'm so, I'm, excited. so, so if, if it couldn't get any better. So then I found out that I have a brother yes. <laughs> here in Los Angeles that lives five minutes away from me. Five minutes. Five minutes away from me. He then contacts me on Facebook about two weeks ago. <laughs> wait, wait, can we just stop there? Facebook. Hey, uh, Tanya, I'm your brother. <laughs> How great is that? So, so like, it's funny because I think about when I initially called my aunt to tell her the story. So now he's reaching out to me and he's like, yeah, well, we have the same father. And I'm like, this, this is just not happening. What, what are you saying? So he and I got together last night and we had dinner and it was first just time. First time you've ever met your brother was last time night. Ever oh. He's 42. I'm 50. And we get together last night, but what's crazy. It's almost like we picked up as if time in us not knowing each other never existed. It, it was, it's this whole thing has just been, it's just a whirlwind. How incredible <laughs> is this? I mean, you now have a brother that you didn't even have as of, you know, 24 hours ago, you didn't, you've never even met the guy. And now no. you have him. He lives five minutes away. Five I mean, minutes away. What? First off, how long, how long were you at dinner last night? Oh, we were there for probably about two and a half hours. Yeah. So was, I mean, was there even a second of like not having like, you're just so, you're so vibrant. It was, must've been like, people probably walked by and they're like, who are they? We sat down and we just immediately just started talking. We just started talking about our lives, how we got to California. Like, it's just, it's incredible that we're both here. He grew up in Philadelphia, just like I did. He moved here 12 years ago. And again, I'm just, I'm just in awe. I really, really am. I'm in awe. But you, you alluded to something earlier. I think that when you're open to receiving, and again, when we go into something with a positive mindset, again, that boomerang effect comes back to us. I have to say that what I am feeling right now I mean, you talk about the energy, you talk about what you're, what you are emitting, like what you are bringing out there is this like, it's incredible. And I think of how you have opened yourself up to all of these new, incredible people that are coming into your life in floods. I mean, the gates are open. As you said, the family is, is big. You have this brother who lives right down. Your son has a, you know, right now he has an uncle that he didn't even know about. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's so incredible. And all of this was when you said you had this void, you had the void. And I mean, where's the void now? It's filled. <laughs> it's it overflowing, is right? My, my cup runneth over, as they say, it really is. It really is running over. 
Oh my God, this has been so awesome, but we do have to go to a short break. And as you were telling the story about, you know, sitting there for two and a half hours, having dinner with your brother, it reminded me of dating. And so what we're going to do when we come back is talk about yet additional relaunches and actually dating when you're over 50. All right. When we come back, we will go into that discussion. This episode is brought to you by my very own Labor of Love, my most recent book, Relaunch. This book is a collection of my stories, other stories, and is a motivational guide to living a new 3HQ lifestyle, sparking your heart to ignite your life. It's available for purchase via Amazon. Get ready to try on the 3HQ method that I've been using for years throughout my entire life, reaching the next level in all areas, both professionally and personally. Get your copy today at www.therelaunchbook.com. If you are just starting to listen right now, you are going to want to go back and do the rewind. Listen to what we have been covering. I'm here with Tanya Richardson, and we have just gone into a true change of a life that has happened And last night, meeting a brother for the first time that Tanya never knew, and then meeting her dad only three weeks ago, getting a family that is now just hungry and over the break. I'm like, oh my God, I said, it's like a lightning bolt when she told me. I have this unbelievable connection with Tanya and I felt like I was her best friend and I'm like so excited for her and what's coming. And so now, I mean, I wish we could just spend the entire time talking about this because it's so good, but I do have to, because I know there's a lot of people out there that can learn so much from you. The last couple years have, there's been a spike in loneliness. There's been people that are, are trying to figure out like, how do I, and I'm sure that they're part of the void you talked about was this this missing piece, this, this feeling like there was this loneliness of where's, you know, where's my dad, where's my family? What, what, where did it go? Where is it? And now that's being completely filled up, but you're single. And I'd love to hear how you're relaunching yourself back into the dating world as a mid zoner, which is what I call all of us and give us, give us, how is that? How is that these days? Oh man. Dating is interesting. Um, because you know, I'm, I'm old school, you know, and for me, it was always boy meets girl, girl meets boy. And we ride off into the sunset, you know, <laughs> That's a little Cinderella. Happened. Okay. <laughs> Where's that glass slipper? Let's, let's like squeeze our little foot into it. <laughs> exactly. That's just not how dating is these days, you know? Um, and you have to be proactive with it. You know, it's like, I think that we often go after the things that we want, you know, our careers, we know how to do that. You know, we know the steps to take to, you know, do what it takes to, uh, have a great career, but I don't think that we necessarily know the steps that it takes as far as dating and really putting yourself out there, you know? And I just hear so many people that are like, oh, I don't wanna do the dating apps. I don't wanna do this. I don't wanna do that. Well, 
well, how else are you going to meet people if you're not, you know, I, out there? I always talk about a diversified portfolio when it Absolutely. comes to relaunching yourself into a relationship. You know, you don't just, just you know, hang into one area, put all your eggs in one basket. You want to have a little online dating, make sure you're letting people know, hey, I'm ready to start being set up again. And then going to some of these activities that you love to do, that you love to be around those type of people and being open, right? I always talk about like putting your shoulders back and, you know, kind of like letting, letting in, right? Not closing yourself down, not being shy about it, but being like, hey, I'm ready now. I got a lot of love to give. Absolutely. (laughs) Hey, who wants to help me? Who wants to be a part of this? And also in that, it's funny, I heard a um, a really good quote a couple of weeks ago, and this is by, uh, her name is Judge Faith Jenkins. And she said, you cannot be a cynic about love and expect to attract it. And so, so many people. That is so isn't spot it on. Isn't if it? you are being negative about it, you're never going to attract it or yeah. you're going to continue to attract the wrong one. The wrong one. Exactly. And so, so many people, when it comes to dating, they have a lack mindset. You know, um, there aren't any good men. There aren't any good women. And for me, I, I, I have an abundancy mindset. You know, I'm like, of yeah, course there are. you do. <laughs> I'm like, there's no there. scarcity in your world. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and and again, to your point about diversifying your dating portfolio, you know, you got to let your friends know I'm available. Hey, if you come across someone that you think might be a good match, that's usually the best way by way of referral. That means they've been vetted already. It is so true. And I also think people have to when, and I was single and I've been, you know, divorced and remarried. I initially didn't think I wanted to show up at events as that one, right? I didn't think the plus one, I didn't want to, either I had someone to bring or was like, no, I'm not going to go. When I started to sure, I'll come. And believe me, I sat at tables where instead of, you know, a group of eight, there were seven and they didn't know what to do with the, if it was boy, girl, but I, I was the one who messed it all up, but it does bring you almost to the, your point earlier where you're fearless. You're like, okay, I can do this. I can, Hey, I can show up. And, and it puts you in that position of you're not showing up with someone that you really don't want to be with right. and who knows who you're going to meet. No, Hillary, that is so true. And, and I think I need people, especially women, to understand the power of going places by yourself and showing up by yourself. Date yourself mm. first. Love yourself first. Because if you do not do that, how do you expect to be able to communicate that to someone that you will potentially meet. And I find that a lot of people are scared to go out by themselves. And that's, that, that comes from, what do other people gonna think if I show up by myself? Why do you care what other people think about <laughs> you tough. for showing up by yourself? So you talk about self-love and you talk about, you know, what, how, how do we increase that, especially around dating? Cause I'm a firm believer that if you don't have self-love, 
who do you think you're going to be attracting? You're going to be attracting that low caliber type of guy because you're not feeling that self-love for yourself. So again, we've talked about this now a few times, you attract what your thoughts are. Absolutely. And so for me, my self-love is, is showing up. It's being the best version of myself. It's, you know, people will always say, Tanya, you're always dressed up. You're always dressed up. No, I'm not. You know, this is just who I am. And, and not saving things for a special occasion, right? Because so many people do that. Oh, I'm not going to wear that dress because I'm saving it for something. I'm not going to go on this vacation because I'm saving it for something. So the self-love is loving on yourself despite, right? The happiness is not coming from someone else. The happiness is you being happy mm -hmm. on your own. The first. happiness comes from you. A man's not going to make you happy. He will make you happier. Er, thank you. No doubt. So what I want to ask you though, in terms of this self-love for you, and I love that, you know, you bring your best self. You're not operating it like, you know, the slouchy sweatpants and here I am, and I'm not feeling good about myself. You spend the time and you put your best, your best self out there. And I really believe you, you show that you looking at you, you have that, that energy level about self-love. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I just want to be the best version of myself. And that's what I say to everybody. You don't need to be the best version of who I am, but be the best version of yourself. What does that look like to you and be, and be her, you know, it's, it's not that complicated, but we just have to make the decision to be the best versions of ourselves. Oh, and also when you're sitting here and you're thinking, I really want to find that great guy. And you've identified like the things that you really would love about that guy. I always say, ask yourself, are you showing up as the person that would be able to date that guy? Absolutely. And let's think about elevating yourself. Let's think about elevating your identity so that you're really bringing in, we talked earlier about the three HQ, right? That higher self, your best self, because yeah. you want to attract that best guy that's going to absolutely adore your best self. So when you are saying about, you know, the, the showing up and you've got to, you know, go out there. When was the last time that you showed up where you did something by yourself? Oh, I do it all the time. As a matter of fact, I love Alvin Ailey Dance Company. Um, I wasn't able to see them, obviously, for the last two years because of the pandemic. They had a show that came to Los Angeles a week ago, and I bought one ticket, and I had the best time and ended up meeting some other people that I didn't even know we're going to be there. And we all ended up at dinner together. So I do it all the time. I go to the movies by myself. I go to concerts by myself because I'm always just open to meeting new people. And it happens everywhere I go. When I travel, <laughs> it happens all the time. So that's just who I am because I simply don't care what it looks like to other people. Well, and as you said, you, you know, you're all, it's dating yourself. Start by just dating yourself. What would, you, what would you expect? You know, you'd expect the person you know, to be like in love and nice and sweet and nice notes and, you know, really building you up. Yeah. And someone can just do that. Yeah. Someone said, be 
before you go looking for your dream guy, make sure you are your dream girl. That's so great. Be your dream girl. Be your dream girl. Girls. Jay, yourself, try dating yourself. For, I'm sure there's people out there listening like, <gasps> I'm, not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure I date me. But here's a great part. This is where you can start by making that small step. Don't worry about getting online and doing all those things. Just start with like, go out with yourself, go for a walk, go for dinner. You know, I, one of my favorite things, um, it's still to this day. And actually it's probably going to happen tonight because my husband's traveling is I just go and I sit at this restaurant locally. I sit at the, the countertop and I just observe, I just hang, I just, I'm there, but I'm in such a different way. I'm showing up because I don't have a friend. I don't have my husband. I don't have my family. And it's, it really does. It, it, it lets you realize where are the things that you're uncomfortable? Like, do you constantly have to look at your phone? And so for you right now, as you're opening your heart to bringing in romance again, what are you doing to proactively have this happen for you? Um, I do a little of the online dating. Um, I do that. I Which, by friends. the way, we're on a radio show. So it's kind <laughs> right. of like, hey, everyone, I got a really great gal. <laughs> so I, I have dabbled. I've, I've done that. I've had friends that, you know, will, hey, I think this, this guy that I think you should meet. Um, and then, funny enough, I've reconnected with someone that I dated 30 years ago. And so we've been, you know, talking for the last uh, three even, even connecting with the past. I love this. Okay. I just got the, we're running out of time. Unfortunately, I would love to keep talking about this next, this is the next one. Cause I have heard this, but I would like to let you share. How can people get in touch with you? How can they stay connected with Haley? Oh, you can stay connected with Hey Lady on all social media platforms through Hey Lady by Tanya, and it's Tanya with an I, so it's T-A-N-I-A. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and uh, YouTube. So everything HeyLadyByTanya.com, HeyLadyByTanya. Oh, Tanya, this has been so much fun. I have loved hearing all of the significant relaunches. I mean, I, I was crying. I was laughing. <laughs> I mean, you know, what is that thing about like, you know, cats, it's better than cats. <laughs> so at this point, thank you so much, so much wisdom in what we discussed. And for those that want to continue, you've heard where to reach out to her and please let us know, go to our Instagram at therelaunchco.com. Let us know what was the biggest takeaway from today's show. And I look forward to coming back to you next week with another incredible woman, Jenna Sword. And you talk about the craziness that life brings you all to bring you to where you're supposed to be. So see you next week at the same time. And really get into live now, love now, right now. You've just heard another episode of the Relaunch Podcast. If something shared in this episode resonated with you, please head over to iTunes right now and leave us a five-star review and share this episode with others to inspire them to take the small steps that lead to a life full of purpose and possibility. And remember, 
You can have immediate access to the show notes and any giveaways at therelaunchco.com backslash podcast. Until next week, now is your time to relaunch your transition into a transformation.